It will be fourth down and seven. The football at the 42. They go with two receivers, including Hardy to the far side. Slot to the near side. Crowd moving at a fever pitch. Ryan standing in the gun. Fourth and seven. Ryan takes the snap. Here comes the rush. He steps up. He is firing, and it is complete inside the 40 as he went to his big man, Julio Jones, who brought it down. You know great where it's play going. by Ryan. That is a great play, and you know that in any clutch situation, that's where he wants to go. So he's able to maneuver a little bit the safety and just hold him so that he has enough time to get the ball to Muhammad. The Falcons break from the hollow. Jones wide right. Where is Julio? Sanu in the slot. Lone receiver to the left. Ryan. With Coleman to his left. Ryan rolls. Ryan pumps. Ryan is throwing it up in the air. Incomplete! Incomplete! And Taylor for Jones! Incomplete! And the Eagles take over on down with 58 seconds left. What an unbelievable job by this defense. It's hard to come to South Philadelphia and leave here with the win. You just don't come to Philadelphia and leave here with the win. They are now moving on. And it's over. It's over. The clock takes away the final seconds, and the Eagles have defeated the Atlanta Falcons 15-10. to They are one win away from the Super Bowl. Wow. Oh, what a night. I think that was a song. Oh, what a night. And so that was the call at the end of the game on Saturday. The Eagles holding on for a 15-10 win. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Eagles Live podcast, Instant Reaction. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, late on Saturday night at Lincoln Financial Field. What a thriller as the Eagles win their first playoff game since the 2008 season. It was everything we thought it would be, the Eagles defense going toe-to-toe against an explosive and very versatile Atlanta offense. Meanwhile, the Eagles offense, they did a good job establishing the ground game. Nick Foles getting into a rhythm, completing 23 of 30 passes. We'll hear from Foles in just a bit. But we want to go back to that last drive, that last play, and begin our instant reaction in the locker room with cornerback Jalen Mills, who had the coverage on the final play and was thrilled many, many minutes after the win as wave after wave of reporter came his way. So you've been here talking to the media for the last 45 minutes. How do you feel after? I'm sure the adrenaline still really high. My heart, man, if you can feel my heart right now, it's still pounding. You know what I mean? My mind's racing. I mean, that game, that game was crazy. That game was crazy. What is different about a playoff game from a regular season game? Uh, our whole motto this week, we had a lot of veteran guys talk to us who've been through playoff games, who've been through the Super Bowl, and, and their whole thing is people try to put a super big emphasis on, you know, it's a playoff game. It's that much more important. It's going to be that much faster. It's cool, but it's not. You know what I mean? It's the same game we've been playing since week one. Same color grass. The ball weighs the same. The numbers in the heads are in the same spots. You know what I mean? So all we got to do is line up and play our type of football. Tell me about the last play. I know you've talked about it 400 times. I mean, they just tried Darb, and he made a great play on the fade on Julio. As soon as Darb made the play, I told myself, Julio's going to come to the left. They got to try me. They got to. As soon as they broke the huddle, fourth and two, came to me. I told myself, I know where this ball is going. 
know what I mean? I know where it's going. They got to get into their best playmaker when the game's on the line. As soon as they lined up, tight end motioned over. Uh, both my safeties, ID formation, made a great call, called the play out. And the only way that you can defend that play is that you got to play physical at the top, top of the route. That's it. I mean, did that. Matt kind of threw the ball late, and you're always taught as a defender, you know, kind of put your hand in the pocket of the receiver's um, hands and, I mean, kind of overthrew it a little bit. Uh, made a great play on the ball. Jalen, it sounds like a dream come true, man. That's what every cornerback wants. The ball thrown at him, fourth down game on the line. 100%. That's what you want as a true competitor. You dream about that, man. And for that to happen, for that to come down, man, I'm thankful, man. I feel like that's number God. And um, at the same time, you know, um, like I said, as a true competitor, that's what you want. Is this defense good enough to take another step next week? 100%. You know, we've been elevating our game week in and week out. That's it. You know, we've been doing that. And, I mean, we're hungry. We're a hungry group. Thank you. Thank you. Mills got some help in the secondary. Rodney McLeod, Eagle safety, calling out the play. McLeod had his responsibility on that play away from the football. And as it turned out, away from the play, here is Rodney McLeod one-on-one. Do defensive backs, you specifically dream about that kind of scenario? Being in the scenario, fourth and two on a goal line, backed up, you dream of that every single day. Um, As a defense in general, knowing that the game is in your hands and we control our destiny. And that's the type of guys we have on this team, man. We want to win the game. Defense wins championships. So what better way to close this game out than with us out in the field and making a big stop for our team? What was your responsibility on that last play? It was really just to uh, be there, man, just in case uh, somebody came across from the backside. We called out the play, so I had faith in the guys that they were going to get the job done. They did. I was just there just in case. Matt Ryan happened to scramble. Somebody got let loose. So that's what I was there for in that play. We talked about it all week, man, just doing your job and uh, do it well. So don't do anything more than you're asked to do. Don't be Superman. Just just do your job very well. Your reaction when you saw the ball harmlessly hit the ground? I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I kind of looked to make sure it was no flags. Uh, That's kind of the way the game's going. But uh, Jalen did a great job, man, being physical with Julio. Uh, I ran the back line as hard as I could, and uh, I was just so excited. My first playoff game, to end it in that way, uh, I couldn't ask for a better story. What were the priorities today? Man, the priorities was stop the run, contain 24 and 26. Uh, they're dynamic backs. They have two of them. Stop them out the backfield, and then also contain Julio Jones, man. Don't allow big explosive plays. They're a downfield type of team, and uh, that's what we did today. How was the crowd? crowd was tremendous, man. You know, my first game here, playoff game, first playoff game at the link. It was what I imagined, and that's the fans every single down. Yeah yelling to the top of their lungs, man, and being behind us. And uh, they played a huge role today. You can get used to this playoff stuff, huh? I can, man. Uh, that's why I came here to Philly, man, to compete and try to win the Super Bowl. And so we're one step closer to our goal, and uh, we're going to continue to work hard. Thank you. Yep. Staying on that side of the football, we talked to defensive end Chris Long, a Super Bowl winner last year in New England. He understands the way the playoffs go, the tempo of the games, the necessity to win any way possible. He knows just how huge this win was for the Eagles. How fantastic was that? It was huge. I mean, it was awesome. You know, at the end of the day, we got more work to do and we can play better. But at the end of the day, we that's what we came here to do was get a win and, you know, team win. What was it like on that last drive on defense being out there? It was huge, man. We came really close to getting them off the field once or twice and, you know, they got the ball down to about the four and and with everything on the table, we couldn't really get in our sub stuff, but we just, we were able to stop the run. You know, we played the sprint out well. We did everything as a defense that we did all, all, all week in practice and that was preparation and that you know, came to fruition. Against a veteran quarterback like Matt Ryan, the defense stood tall. Can you speak about the defense and its potential ability to win a championship? I mean, listen, we're taking it one week at a time you know we're gonna have a tough opponent no matter who comes in here next week but you know that that should be our standard you know keeping the points down that way that was a really good defensive performance for us it was a team effort as well though I mean you talk about time possession our offense being able to run the ball grind it out that was a team win 
We'll get to the offense in a bit, but let's also talk about special teams. Brian Brayman, a key player in this game for a couple of reasons. One, a punt bouncing off of Brayman, ending up in Atlanta's possession. The Falcons take control. They scored their only touchdown of the game, and it was a key moment for the Eagles. Losing possession after a turnover on special teams gave Atlanta first down at the 18-yard line. Three receivers right. Ryan takes the snap. He's looking. He's looking, he fires, and it is caught for a touchdown by Freeman. He had too much time, and Freeman cleared over the middle. Yeah, and Matt Ryan just keeping this play alive because, again, he's got bodies around him, and somehow he stays up. He's actually being hit by Derek Barnett, stays up, and somehow finds Freeman in the end zone for a touchdown. Really nice play by Matt Ryan. But that did not deter Brayman, who came back later and got a hand on a Matt Bosher punt, gave the Eagles good field position at the end of the first half, and it led to Jake Elliott's 53-yard field goal to end the first half to bring the Eagles to within 10-9. Donnie Jones kneeling at the 43. One second to go. The ball is spotted. The kick is away, and the kick is... It's gone! Here is Elliott after the game. Jake, what was your first playoff experience like? How would you describe the experience and the feeling you have right now? Pretty emotional roller coaster, that's for sure. You know, personally and, and as a team. You know, obviously I go out there and I'm, I miss that first opportunity that I have and then, you know, come back and have three more field goals in the night, which is grateful for that opportunity and, you know, glad we can make a push there and win as a team. And it's a crazy ride, that's for sure. So let's talk about the miss first. What happened on that kick? I think I just overthunk it a little bit. Wind was blowing pretty hard, left it right there, and, you know, started it out left and didn't move. Just got to hit the ball down the middle. 53 yards away. I know you had done that before, you know, very much very similar to the Giants. Your thought going out there. I know you'd run out on the field a little bit prior to that and kind of gotten a feel for the wind. It actually felt like there was a big gust right before you went out there. Yeah, yeah, during that kick, it was actually kind of weird how, how the wind was on that side of the field that night. It's almost like the further back you were, the wind was behind you. Up closer, it was in your face. I don't know if it was just bouncing off the back and, and whatnot, but yeah, definitely felt a decent gust behind me there and glad we put it through. It's been great all year. Fourth quarter, you've been great. Any mindset that you have going into a fourth quarter kick? I don't know. I might just be a little bit more zoned in. You know, the game's on the line. I'm glad I'm glad I'm ready for those situations. Great win, huh? Yes, sir. Absolutely. What was it like with Doug in the locker room afterward? Oh, a lot, a lot of energy. A lot of energy. We got uh, Mr. Lurie up there dancing. You got everything going on. It's, it was an awesome. Awesome experience. Is Mr. Lurie a good dancer? Yeah. yeah. The answer yeah. is yes. Yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> good game for wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey. Four catches, 61 yards, including a 15-yard catch from Foles that set up Elliott for that field goal at the end of the first half. Alshon Jeffrey says, we don't care about the critics. We're going to fly Eagles fly. It was awesome, man. Everyone come on out next Sunday. Hey, bring that same energy. I need it to be a lot more loud. Is that kind of how you envisioned a playoff atmosphere going? I, mean, I was waiting. I've been waiting my whole life to be in the playoffs since I've been in the league. Great atmosphere, man. What did you think of the offense today? Play well. Play well, just gotta keep it going, just uh, build from that and just move on. Next week, we'll see. Nick was criticized a lot and questioned a lot from the outside. How do you think he responded to all that? I just think all of us, not only him, just that we felt that, you know, we won. So no matter who's, who's in that quarterback or who's running, tackling, whatever, man, we won. We got the next man up mentality. We a family. I mean, one brother go down, we're gonna pick a brother up and just keep going. You and Nick were on a really good vibe there. What was the key to your success? Just communication, just seeing what we see, like same thing in the first half, just seeing what, what we talked about, but it was there. One more step closer, Alshon. It's an incredible feeling, I imagine. Fly, Eagles, fly. I'm head coach Doug Peterson. Touchdown, Eagles! 
and you're listening to the Eagles Live Podcast with Dave Spadaro. Running back LeGarrette Blunt scored the Eagles' only touchdown, capping a 14-play, 86-yard drive, fourth and one, and Blunt gets the call. They go with an eye. Foles under center. Foles gives it off. Blunt going outside. He's in. Touchdown. An outstanding job. An excellent play call in this situation. That's playing football to win. Here is Blunt in the locker room after the game. LeGarrette, you know, you've been through all this before, the ups and downs, the playoffs. How was this atmosphere, first of all, at Lincoln Financial Field? What was it like? It was unbelievable. Fans were there from the beginning to the end, even when we were down, even when we weren't doing too well. You know, you never heard the boos come out. You never heard the boos come out one time this game, and, you know, we need that, you know. We feed off of that, you know, the energy that they bring, all the things that they bring to the game, you know, we feed off that, and we feel it. You know, we feel that. You know, whether they believe it or not or whether it makes sense or not, they're always a part of the game, always a part of the game. I would imagine fourth down at the goal line, getting the football is kind of what you always dream about. Yeah. Tell me about the play. It was just like, you know, the outside zone. You know, we put Trey at the fullback. You know, he went in there and made an amazing block. You know, he got to the front side linebacker. He cut him down, which gave me the edge. And, you know, you can't complain about that. You know, that's a perfectly blocked play, and we ran it to perfection. Offense took a lot of criticism from the outside world. What do you want to say to the critics after that game? All we have is each other, you know. We all we got, we all we need. That's been our motto all season. It's going to continue to be our motto. You know, as for the you know the people that were saying that, you know, oh, the Falcons had the easiest game, you know, in the playoffs, or they had the easiest road to the Super Bowl, and this is like a bye week for them, and, you know, all that nonsense, man. We ain't trying. We don't, you know, we watch TV, so obviously it's going to come across the screen, and we're going to see it. You know, everybody has social media, and we're going to see it. But, like, at the end of the day, it's a brotherhood, and it's a family and it's all about us you know we don't really care about what the outside world thinks the eagles certainly wanted to run the football and they did it carrying 32 times 96 yards a couple of kneel downs at the end from Foles. jay ajayi 15 carries 54 yards looked good today overcame an early fumble he also caught three passes for 44 yards and ajayi addressed the media at his locker after the game you know, obviously the fumble first carry. Can't do that. You know, big game. The drop as well. I just feel like I could have executed a lot better today. So it's a great job. Great team win today. A lot of the teammates, you know, picked up the slack. Defense played lights out. Other RBs made a lot of plays. So I just think coming in next week, I need to play better. You know, one game closer to that, you know, that dream that we all have of playing the Super Bowl. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, just whatever it takes, find a way to win. And we did that tonight. You know, as our defense kept us in the game, you know, we still had drives that we need to go out there and execute certain things here and there to make sure that we got points on the board. And so he was able to keep us rolling and, and get the ball out. You know, obviously we feel like we can execute better than we did tonight. But play off football, find a way to win, and we did. I just think that we kind of got a little bit of momentum and we just stayed on the ball. I think that kind of helped just keep with the tempo, get them tired out. If you really look through the game, you can tell that their defense got worn down early and then in certain drives where we just kept going at them, they got worn down in those drives. So I think that helped us be able to get points on the board. Join the inaugural Eagles Autism Challenge, a cycling run-walk event to fund autism research. It's a day for the entire region to become a team, have fun, and together advance autism research. For more info, visit eaglesautismchallenge.org. And how about Nick Foles, criticized so heavily before the game? He came out and had himself a nice afternoon, compiling a passer rating of 100.1, and he talked afterward about the total team victory. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, I felt good all game. I thought we were moving the ball throughout the course of the game. I think the thing in the first half is we made a few mistakes that hurt us a lot. But um, just coming in at halftime, the thing was just keep playing. Let's keep getting in a rhythm. We had a lot of long drives throughout the course of the game. And uh, ultimately, it was an, a, a great team win. Defense came up huge at the end. They were great throughout the course of the game. You know, it feels really good. Honestly, I don't need to because it doesn't matter. You know, they're doing their job, but it doesn't affect how I play or what I believe. And y'all asked me last week, am I confident in myself? Well, I am confident in myself because I know how hard we work and I know that we believe in one another in that locker room. So I, there's no need to waste my time to say anything about it because we went out there and played great team football. We played Philadelphia Eagle football tonight, and that's the most important thing. I don't need to say anything to anyone. Head coach Doug Peterson takes his Eagles now into the NFC Championship game next Sunday against the winner of this Sunday's New Orleans at Minnesota game. Here is Peterson after the win. The biggest emotion for me was the team, the guys, the resiliency of this football team. And, you know, our backs against the wall, people, you know, discount us, don't give us much credit, whatever it might be. For our team to battle and against a fine football team, you know, a team that was obviously this time of year is playing extremely well, hot football team. That's one thing about this team that I love so much. They, they battle to the end. And so that was the biggest kind of rush of emotion just thinking about the players. You know, Nick is Nick, and that's what we've talked about, and that's what he and I have talked about, and, you know, stayed committed to the run, obviously, and, and that helps. And then the passing game, just him making great decisions, you know, and, and getting the ball out of his hand, finding the open receiver, and, you know, did a really nice job, executed the game plan and how I, I know Nick can. Nobody has given us a chance, and I understand Carson's a great player, but every week our guys are hearing the same thing, that now we're all of a sudden not good enough. You know, we're 13-3, and three. we have the best record in football, we're, you know, home field advantage throughout. Listen, the guys are going to motivate themselves just based on what they've done for them and heard for the last month of, of football, you know? Listen, it really doesn't matter what you guys talk about because that locker room in there is united, and I'll go to bat for every one of those guys, and I'll go to war with every one of those guys in that dressing room. And that will do it for this Eagles Live podcast instant reaction. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks to Brian Thomas for putting it all together. And Tyler Lewis for his great assistance. 15-10, to 10, the Eagles beating the Atlanta Falcons on Saturday at Lincoln Financial Field. And now it's on to the NFC Championship game. The Eagles' sixth since the 2001 season. That'll do it. We'll be back during the week with another Eagles Live podcast. In the meantime, have yourselves a great Eagles day and fly, Eagles fly.